Welcome to another episode of Creative Wisdom. I'm your host, Matthew Collins. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am always so grateful, so happy for you to join me and press that play button. Um, thank you for continuing to tune in. Um, I hope you're well. I hope that um, this week is bringing some good fortune, good vibes. Um, I hope there's some movement on projects or you're getting started. Maybe you got that new job what have you wherever you find yourself i hope that you're doing well and as always thank you for tuning in this week i wanted to kind of talk about the opposite of what we talked about last week um, for those who tuned in um this is going to be a short recap for those who haven't maybe kind of take a moment listen to that episode come to this one if you'd like or listen to this one and go to that one um but yeah last week we talked about motivation um beginning of the year um it is just a whirlwind of positivity um a lot of optimism a lot of great goal setting uh, shifting of mindsets like and everyone has motivation at the forefront of their mind it is driving them it's propelling them forward into the new year and everyone hits the ground kind of running um what we talked about last week was uh, that is great. Motivation's great to get you started, um, but it's not necessarily something to rely on because it wanes, it's fleeting, it's, it comes and goes, it's not consistent sometimes. And so you have to find different avenues to keep going and find what motivates you and everything like that. But that's kind of a small recap of what we talked about last week. This week, I wanted to talk about something that was on the other end of the spectrum where people find themselves because, um, beginning of the year, you know, like I said, you know, there's all that optimism and maybe you set some goals for yourself or you had some things that you wanted to get started or maybe some things at work or what have you, whatever, whatever's pushing you forward this year. Maybe you had some great things that you wanted to do and maybe they just haven't began. Maybe they haven't come to fruition or maybe you haven't started or maybe you just find yourself really, really stuck and you kind of are not motivated or find yourself that maybe you've lost your passion. Now that happens. Um, it's difficult. It's scary because, you know, we always kind of think that you should always be motivated. You should always want to be pursuing the things that you're after. Um, and sometimes you sit down and you, you about to start something and it's just like, man, I just, I don't want to do this. Like, I just don't feel the same anymore. And it's scary. And, you know, I just want to first start off by saying is like, it's okay. Everyone finds themselves this way at this point. Um, if they say they haven't, then you can kind of maybe be like, okay, are you lying? Or maybe they just haven't reached it yet, but it will happen eventually. And, but it's okay. It's going to happen. Um, where I say kind of worry is if it's like a consistent thing and if you're trying different things and it's just not there, then you kind of have to have that conversation, that real conversation with yourself about whether it's still right for you. And, you know, I know a lot of people that had those conversations and they decided to not pursue 
whatever it is that they're they were going after and i'm sure it was a hard hard decision and i there's nothing wrong if you decide to kind of let things go um because you have to do what's best for you you know life changes motivations change um priorities change you know these things happen life happens and sometimes you have to take a step back and say what's best for me moving forward for now and moving forward that's that's the thing that i think a lot of people don't uh, weigh in as well when they're making these decisions is moving forward like just because things are kind of rough right now like moving forward maybe things will change and that should give you a little bit of hope um but no matter what like like i said life happens you know you get to this point where you know especially for the industry that i'm in you know something that i just kind of talked to about a default but when you're an actor it's like you know you're there's a certain expectation of sacrifice that you have to make to you know keep the dream alive whether it's you know you know working as a waiter or waitress and or a server at a restaurant and they're slinging food around and collecting tips and you have that flexibility to be able to just kind of drop a shift and go on an audition at a moment's notice you know and there's just that 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 ideal of a struggling artist you know that is there and sometimes you know you i lived that life for a long time you know as many of us have and it just gets to a point where it's like you know what like you know nothing's kind of changing um kind of stuck in the same like lane and you know you maybe not see like progress and you kind of start looking at things differently where it's like you know what maybe i do want a family maybe i do want to get married maybe i want to have health insurance um and stuff like that you just kind of shift your focus and you shift your priorities and sometimes you know when those shift um it's difficult to find the time to continue to pursue these creative endeavors that we find ourselves in. And, you know, it's, it's difficult. Uh, and so it's tough. It's tough to keep that spark lit because like I said, life gets in the way. Um, you know, you have to be able to pay bills. You have to be able to keep a, you know, hopefully a roof over your head and, you know, it's, it's, it gets difficult sometimes. So I never fault anybody if they decide that they're just going to kind of pull themselves out of it and kind of prioritize what they, what they want in life. Um, but on the opposite end of that, I'm going to say, if you find yourself there, try to stick it out as long as you can. Um, because sometimes you never know how close you are. Um, and I know that that's what I found myself at. Um, because, and I've told this story, if you've been listening to these before, is just, you know, I reached rock bottom where I was just, you know, not enjoying any aspect of what I thought I was put on this earth to do. I thought, I thought and felt and still feel that like I was put on this earth to entertain people, to act, to create characters, to, you know, tell stories. Like, I feel like that's why I'm here. And that's... I feel like that's my purpose and I feel like I'm really good at it. But, you know, there was, it came to a point where I was like, I was not, I was not getting fulfilled from it any longer. It became a chore. It became a drag. It became, it became everything that I didn't want it to be. It became a job. And that was scary because early on, 
whenever I was like getting into, you know, when I was learning about theater and like exploring when I was younger, like there was so much, I was so ready and invested to learn and there was so much passion there. And then it's like, you find yourself further along and you're like, where the hell did that go? Where did that person go? And it's scary. And so, like I've said before, I got, had to like have a real conversation with myself and figure out like, what are we doing here, Matt? Like, why are we here? Why did we move from where I'm from to do these things? And, you know, you start to, I had these conversations with myself and then I really got to that point where I was like, you know what, maybe it's not worth it anymore. Maybe the dream's gone. Maybe it's done. Maybe I've just kind of lied to myself for far too long. And I came really close. I came really, really close to throwing in that towel. Um, because, you know, you just kind of start questioning, is this worth it anymore? Is this constant rejection? Is this constant failure worth it? But I started thinking, what if I'm, what if I'm close? What if, what if tomorrow I get that audition and I absolutely nail it and then I never go on it and then I never get to see my dream revealed? I started to envision my life without auditions, without being on stage, without filming, without writing. And I was like, what am I going to do with my time? <laughs> but it was, I didn't like that vision of where my life was. I did like the possibilities because at the time I was in a relationship and we were um, talking about marriage and I, I, I really was looking forward to that. And I was like, well, if I can give that up and kind of focus on that, I think that would fulfill me. And, but then I was creeping towards that, but then I was like, man, you're still going to have a hole that you got to fill. And I just did not want to give it up because I was like, you know what? I was not put here to just exist. I wasn't, and I don't think you are as well. I think we're all here for a purpose. And I think we just have to find it. Sometimes that purpose, sometimes that ideal, sometimes it kind of, it wanes a little bit and that spark does go away and, but it's not gone. You just gotta add some oxygen to it and kind of find some new things. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today was, you know, we all find ourselves at this point. Um, maybe you're there now. Um, and kind of talk this out and, you know, figure out like some things that we can maybe do to help reignite this and, you know, bring that passion, bring that spark back into our lives. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And so to start off, I mean, I've already kind of talked about it is, um, not to worry if you find yourself in this position, you know, it happens, um. I think like a lot of times, like when this happens, like everybody just kind of flips out a little bit and they kind of start self-diagnosing and they WebMD it. They're just like, oh, it's depression. It's this, it's this. And it's like, it could be, but you know, it's okay to just kind of, you know, try to figure this things out. Cause that's only natural. That's what we do as humans. We, we see a problem. We see something that needs to be fixed a lot of times. And we go into how can I fix this mode? And I think that's a great, great tool 
and by all means, if you like, if you're over um, rambunctious, is that the word, um, about it, then go down that path. But sometimes for me, um, it's just better to reflect, to take a step back and just be like, okay, how did I find myself here? Where did, where did my path kind of start skewing from where I thought it was and when did this become a chore type situation? It's always good to like reflect whether it's good or bad. Because like reflection, sometimes we go a little bit negative. Um, it's always good to kind of also reflect and go back and be like, okay, like remembering the times that you had that were really happy with these like um, creative pursuits that we find ourselves in, you know? going back to where I was talking, it's like, I went back and I started thinking about all the shows and, um, that I did and, um, a lot of, a lot of the people that I worked with and, you know, I started kind of thinking about them and what they were doing and, you know, it just was like, it sent me into a better mindset and better state of things because I was like, you know what, like I may get that opportunity again. I can't reflect on if it's not going to come, but I'm like, I'm looking forward to that next opportunity to be able to, you know, do these things. And so I think reflection is always great. I think just taking, and like I said, take a step back, kind of reflect, think, put things in order, kind of, you know, figure these things out in a sense. But, and another thing is like, don't be too hard on yourself. Um, I think that whenever you find yourself, especially at the beginning, when you kind of come to the realization that, you know, that passion may be gone, it's, you know, I think a lot of times you start thinking about the failures and the wrong things you did and what you should have, the should have, could have, would have. And I've said this before and I'm like, you should all over yourself. And that just puts you in a depressive state and it kind of like locks you into that rut even further by being so damn hard on yourself. It's just it's okay to hold yourself to a standard. I, I truly believe that. Like if you're always kind of letting yourself get a pass, you're being a little too light on yourself. I think you do have to have some um, kind of like tough love for yourself, but not to the extent of where you're really um, locking yourself into place, especially with depression or um, any other mental health like that. Like be, go easy on yourself because, you know, if you put so much expectation, so much pressure on yourself. Like you're just going to freeze in the moment, freeze in time. And you're going to be less apt to put yourself out there and maybe, maybe try again and fail because you're just kind of preserving yourself, preserving, preserving that, um, that feeling of, you know, not failing that pain that's associated with it, that guilt, that shame. Um, and you know, locking yourself into that place is going to do you more harm than good. Um, but it's also, you have to be real with yourself. You're stuck. And you got to start kind of figuring out that goes with the reflection part of it's figuring out how you got there. Um, because you know, there is, there's going to be little breadcrumbs that lead you to there. Things add up. 
You know, it's not just one monumental thing that led you to this point. I know I found myself at that. And it's like, okay, things started kind of slip whenever this happened. And then I kind of started letting limiting beliefs come in. And then I started putting these um, false expectations and kind of um, negative connotations to things um, in there. And it just becomes like a kind of a snowball rolling down a mountain and it just keeps getting bigger, 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 bigger and faster. And it just kind of hits you. So it's not just something that happened all at once. These things build over time. And so you have to, you have to have that conversation as like, okay, I'm stuck. Like, how do we, how did I get here? What contributed to it? And then having those conversations like, okay, do I want to continue on this journey? Do I want this to you know, do I want to stop? Do I want to keep going? And if it's stop, then it's like, you know what? Like, whatever you decide to do, go and pursue that. And hopefully that, that spark ignites again. And if you decide to go on, it's like, okay, like, how do we get ourselves out of this? Um, how do we get ourselves out of this rut? How do we get ourselves and kind of get that, get that spark going? And the first thing that I always recommend is just self-care. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself mentally. Take care of yourself physically. Um, I always, like, one of the best things about, like, having my dog is, like, she needs to go for walks every day. And I take that time to throw in, like, either a podcast or audio book, and I'll listen to that. I kind of just have some moments for myself while she's getting her exercise in. I'm getting my exercise, you know, getting some fresh air, let things flow. Um, I kind of call it, like, our mental health walk. But I you know, I always recommend, like, just taking care of yourself, whatever that is, whether it's going for a walk, getting some physical activity, um, treating yourself better, you know, maybe take yourself on a nice little date, just yourself, find something that you really enjoy doing and just treat yourself to that every week. Um, or, you know, every so often don't deny yourself things like, you know, if you're, you know, you're in this state and you're just like, I really want a piece of cake, eat the damn cake. Hell, you know, just make yourself, you know, take care of yourself. Um, and whether it's, you know, mentally, um, kind of, if you are not seeing somebody to talk to, like a therapist or a psychologist or anything like that, I highly recommend it helps, you know, or going to a friend that you really, really trust and talking things out and, um, going that route. Um, but self-care is so, so important. Like we sometimes, especially I think in American culture, it's, a uh, and you know, I'm speaking th through it as a male, uh, specifically, but you know, sometimes it's kind of ingrained to not talk about your problems because, you know, you know, nobody wants to hear that type thing and you kind of feel like you're alone on your journey. And that's the furthest from the case. If anybody really truly cares about you, they will want to talk to you about your problems, kind of help you figure things out. They don't, don't lean on them as a crutch and become a victim, but you know, it's always good to kind of have a sounding board and kind of talk things through and that way you can make your decisions. Because if you're kind of relying on people to help do those things, then you kind of find yourself in a, in a, in a victim's mentality and you're always looking to be rescued and that's not a healthy way to go through it. You, you and you alone are the only person that's going to be able to get you through that. You cannot rely on anybody to save you, to take care of you or anything like that. Your journey is your journey. It's good to get some motive, get some like 
help along the way, but you can't rely on that always. And so kind of talking about the um, self-care thing is, um, I think like going back and talking about the taking yourself on a date type thing, um, I tend to do that whether it's like going and seeing a movie, um, taking myself to a movie that I want to go see, and I just kind of, you know, do something I enjoy in, within my passion. And I think that's so important. Um, it doesn't have to be a date, but just like carve out some time to kind of um, explore those things. Um, and I think it helps with the self-care. I think it really helps with um, kind of keeping that spark going. Maybe you go to a concert and a piece of music like really hits you and it kind of like helps create that spark. Um, but yeah, I think that's just so important. But, um, but in that is also like, you know, whether it could be a date, taking yourself out or like that, I think it's just important to block out time to kind of get back to basics, you know, get back to what started you in this pursuit, this journey. Um, I think it's always good to get back to fundamentals. <laughs> a lot of like, you know, whenever you watch these movies, you know, especially like, like fighting movies or sports movies or anything like that, uh, there is something that rings true with it because, you know, the person that we're following, the hero or the protagonist or what have you, they always come to this point where um, they all is lost. They hit their low point and then, you know, they have to figure things out because especially like the Rocky movies, this is like a good example of it is like Rocky three, like Rocky lost his passion. Like he became this, like he became the champ, he got money and like, he just kind of got everything he wanted. And then, you know, he's on the top of the world. And then this, you know, up and coming fighter played by Clubber Lang, like comes through and, you know, smacks him around, wins the title. And then like Rocky's like, you know, depressed and, you know, he doesn't, he's kind of stuck in a rut, lost his passion. And then what did he do? You know, he got back, he got, he started talking to Apollo Creed, got back to basics and started doing the little things again. And then like, and it's like, okay, you start doing these little things and getting back to basics. And it's kind of like the story I told last week with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, you just, you start doing little things just a little bit. And then your brain starts to just start to kick in naturally. It's only natural. And so I think that's something that, you know, is always a great, great tool to have in the back of your, you know, tool belt. If you find yourself stuck is just like, get back to basics, just start doing things that like the right way again. And then seeing if it kind of drives you and propels you forward. And then, you know, whenever, and then if you kind of fold in, you know, taking yourself on a date and doing something that's fun and like taking care of yourself and you fold in, like blocking out some time per week to, you know, just really, truly, um, start exploring your passion again. I think all of those lead into kind of like starting to get you out of your rut. Um, but also it's like, you know, it's, you know, with, when you're in that kind of ecosystem, you got to start having when you're getting back to basics, it's like, start thinking about your strengths and start thinking about your weaknesses. Um, cause it's 
Because when you're getting back into basics, what I tend to focus on is like focusing on the things that maybe you're not, maybe you're not as good at. And I know that's kind of like, well, wouldn't we want to focus on the things we're good at? It's like, yeah, you're good. And those are going to be stronger. But if like, I feel like if you're able to kind of focus on the things that you're a little bit weaker about and then like those stronger, it's like you're going to become more well-rounded. And um, and it also, it's one of those things of you can't always feel like you know everything. You know, I found myself, um, especially whenever I had a little bit of success, just thinking that I knew everything. Like, ah, oh, here we go. I'm in this play. It's like, okay, they directed, what, two shows? It's like, come on, what do they know? It's like, no. Uh, that was a shitty attitude, and I quickly carved that out of myself. Um, but you got to always stay hungry. You got to stay, you got to, you always got to have that hunger to learn because you don't know everything. If you did, you'd be further along than you are, but that is just ego talking to you, being like, I don't need to learn that. It's no. Get back to basics, start, focus on the things that you do well, continue to do those things well. I'm not saying completely ignore it because it's like a muscle. If you completely ignore a muscle, like it's going to, it's going to, you know, it's going to weaken and it's going to pretty much just die out. It's like continue to do those strengths, but like really, really focus on those weaknesses and help improving those. Um, and then learning, continue to learn, um, find something that, you know, it's like, like I said, I always default with my acting, but like if it's something to where like, you know, I got to a point where emotions were getting hard for me in scenes. It was just not coming. But when I was, oh, okay, phrasing that. Um, but I got to a point where like when I was er er early on in my career, it was just like, you know, emotions were just right at the right at the tip of the cusp of everything you know i could cry on command i could do this on command like it was just like it was free flowing and i was like i was just like boom this is easy but then as like i got along it was just like i and certain things with like materials weren't like i wasn't connecting with the character and sometimes i found a good i found like my i had a moment where it was like man like this isn't as easy as I thought and then it was like I had to have that moment where it's like okay that was a strength but now this is a weakness and so then started learning techniques and started exploring like where I could you know kind of use substitutions or you know there's certain like acting theories and stuff like that and just started to explore and figure those out and then I was able to find and craft a new like technique and I think that's just how we as artists need to be. It's just like you don't paint oil paintings very well. It's like, well, like continue to do what you do well with painting, like with acrylics or anything like that, or, you know, water, um, water painting, watercolors. Um, but, you know, start to explore a little bit with oil paintings. It's not going to be a masterpiece at the beginning but as you go along you're gonna you're gonna add another skill set that's gonna help make you better as an artist i and if you can figure out to turn this rut into a positive it's gonna work out and help you so much more because then you're gonna come out the end of other end of it hopefully with you know a little more passion and a little bit more skill set in your back pocket and then you can kind of you know use that to propel you going forward um, something that I did last year and I was really, really thankful for was, um, 
if you find yourself in this, it's it was a way to get it back to basics, but it was also, I find it very beneficial to kind of collaborate, talk about with people that are like-minded like you, or maybe following the same things. Um, and so what happened was it was just to a point where I was, I was, you know, starting to come out of that rut that I found myself in. I was being super, super motivated. I was, you know, I was raring to go. And so I thought to myself, I was like, how can I capitalize on this? Because I want to keep this momentum going. And so I approached um, someone that I really, really um, respect. And we just started talking. It was just like, you know what? Like, we didn't want to pay hundreds of dollars for a scene study class. We didn't want to do, we didn't want to just pay for classes. Didn't want to, you know, really shell out any money, but we wanted to work. And so we kind of reached out to some people and we found, um, studies that we wanted to do and so we brought in a, a group of actors and we just you know we found a space rented it out we picked scenes and monologues and we just kind of started like working with each other and we just did it ourselves so if you can find if you have the ability if you have the resources to be able to just kind of find a few people that are like-minded with you following the same thing or just artistically or creative inclined um just kind of sit down like have conversations start a group and it doesn't have to be the same thing like if you're a writer and you want to like have somebody come in and they're a painter or they're a dancer or something like that it's just that way you're kind of all kind of in this thing together and you're holding each other accountable being like hey i'm going to bring something in next week it's like yeah you're you don't want to come in empty-handed because then like you, you don't look good. And so that was kind of the thought behind that was, you know, get together, start working on scenes, you know, maybe something that you do well in scenes that I'm not necessarily good at. I want to pick your brain, be able to learn from it and then vice versa type thing. It was just kind of like everybody was helping each other get better and it was very collaborative and it was, it was so much fun to be able to, uh, work with each other. And it really, um, helped like kind of get me out of some habits that I found myself in. And I just found it very, very beneficial. And I think that is the case as well for, for you. And it could help you is just kind of getting in those environments where you're either, um, collaborating with people or you just figuring out ways to be a teacher or a mentor, you know, it doesn't have to be in a group like that. Maybe you just find something to where like you can tutor or, you know, um, teach like a, like an after school, you know, class or something like that. And you can like start helping that way and then reigniting. Cause I feel like, you know, whenever you help others, you're helping yourself. And that always helps me kind of get out of a, a lot of a lull and even puts me in a good headspace, especially whenever you're working with somebody and they, they, they get it, whether it's like a kid or if it's like, you know, a colleague or something like that. And, you know, you've been working on this thing and then when it clicks, it's just, it's so rewarding to me. Um, and so explore that, like if you can, if there's like some programs or something, maybe at the, you know, the local school or something that you find yourself wanting to kind of pursue, I highly recommend that because, you know, helping others is like something that I've found lately. That is just one thing that I was missing in my life. Uh, and so just being able to be there, be, you know, be available be able to help somebody else kind of get through is, is always good to do. Um, another thing that I do is, um, I set aside time to kind of explore 
Um, and I think that is, goes hand in hand. Um, explore your passion, explore maybe different avenues, you know, like I said, I always, I default to the acting thing, but like once I started to kind of shift and be like, okay, I want to write more that helped kind of funnel that creativity. And then it helped funnel that back into my pursuits of like theater and acting and and then that kind of led me to wanting to get into photography. And then you can find these new passions and these new pursuits. Doesn't take away from necessarily of what you're doing, but um, it does help kind of you know unblock the dam, if you will. Um, and so I always like look to explore things like that. I also look to explore different um, mediums as far as like going in like ingesting and like seeing so whether it's like sitting down watching a movie that i'm really excited about and just like really analyzing how they made it or how it was how they uh approach scenes and everything like that or going to a concert and listening to some live music i really love going if you have you know something where close to where you are if there's like a way to go to like an art museum or if somebody's having an art like exhibit uh, like going and seeing that and seeing how people are expressing themselves and immersing yourself in that and seeing that creativity i think and being a sponge is oh is so beneficial because you know i've said it before i'm in chicago and i love going to the art institute and seeing these great works of art and it really inspires me to not necessarily put that pressure and being like okay like I want to put something in here but it's like it just like they were they've they found those sparks of creativity they funneled it and like put it through their their filter their lens and they put it onto a canvas or a sculpture or what have you and it's just like you know creativity ideas and all of this stuff is just floating around us it's like be that lightning rod and Sometimes you kind of shut it off and it's good to flip that switch. Um, so yeah, if you're able to kind of just like, just find a piece of art or something that just you, that you can find that will inspire you, um, is, is so, so beneficial. Um, but just exposing yourself to inspiration is great. Um, cause that'll help kind of get you going and, um, I guess like on the other end of that is just like ditch the negatives. Just, I think whenever you find yourself and I kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier, but when you find yourself at this low point where you're kind of questioning everything, um, those negatives start to come in, those limiting beliefs become even more limiting. And then you kind of put like a negative lens on, on things. And then you just kind of don't see a way out. And I think those just kind of continue to build and callous. And then it's so hard to break out of those things. Um, and I've talked about limiting beliefs before, but man, they are like chains that keep you locked down. They are just, they will keep you there until you break them. Um, and so, and that kind of went into, don't be so hard on yourself. Those things just kind of go hand in hand with, um, don't limit yourself. Do not limit yourself because all you're doing is affecting yourself. And I think with limiting yourself, that goes hand in hand with my next point is you got to challenge yourself. I think creating goals, 
Um, seek out challenges, seek out goals when you're in this kind of headspace, especially if you kind of get these juices flowing, like, okay, like I'm going to, I'm going to write 15 pages, challenge yourself to do it and hold yourself to it. Hold yourself accountable because then you're going to excite yourself. Maybe there's a competition that you want to submit your, your piece to, or whatever it is, like just make it to where like, it'll excite you and kind of push you forward and a little bit out of your comfort zone. Don't stay in your comfort zone. That's why I'm saying like, kind of keep your strengths, your strengths, but you know, you got to explore those weaknesses because if, because it's, if you're continuing to do the same thing repetitiously over and over again, of course you're going to get bored, burnt out. And then you're going to be like, well, I've lost my passion. It's like, no, you just need to kind of explore, get yourself out, figure yourself out, like challenge yourself. Like, I know with challenging yourself is it comes with that, like that limiting belief, that gremlin at the back of the head. I'm sure it's already kind of like talking to be like, well, if you challenge yourself, you're probably going to fail. That's what's going to happen. It probably will. But I want you to challenge yourself, be excited about whatever it is and just attack it and go for it and be damned whatever the hell it, uh, what happens. Because, um, if you, because this goes into like a next point that I'm going to, but I'm just going to, um, I'm going to combine them right now because I feel like we're on the topic. So like if you challenge yourself and you put yourself out there, I know that gremlin being like, you're going to fail. Da, 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 da. Here's the thing. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. I've talked about failure before you're going to fail. And I had, I actually heard something really, really good, um, that I wanted to kind of reiterate recently. And that was, you got to have this ideal of, you got to kind of knock out this thing of, you know, if I fail, like that's it. No, it's, it's, what's the worst thing that's going to happen if you do fail? You put yourself out there, you try something and you fail. What's the worst? You're going to come back to where you are, but guess what you're going to come back with knowledge. You're going to have be more prepared for the next opportunity. And you continue to do that. Try. You may fail. But continue to learn. Continue to build it. Continue to, you know, take those steps forward. And you're going to be so much better off from it. Because if you're continually trying to stop yourself from being a failure, you're gonna, that's failing in itself. Because you're not even going to try. You're just going to continue to put yourself and continue in this cycle of doing the same thing, hoping for a different result, which is, you know, the that's the definition of insanity and you don't want to have you don't want to continue to do that you got to stretch yourself you got to challenge yourself it's gonna if you fail it's gonna happen but don't let that be the end all be all because if you fail and then stay in that same spot then you're just doing yourself a disservice and not only that you're just doing like your creative pursuits disservice Going back with that is like going back is like, um, break out of your routines. Like if you find yourself doing the same thing, whenever you work, like I'm always good. I like, I do like repetition, but sometimes you got to break a few things to kind of get yourself out of those monotonous routines that are just kind of not serving you well and like fold in something new. Maybe that can help kind of ignites you a little bit maybe you know instead of starting your projects the same way explore a new way or you know 
go research, see how somebody else did something, give that, sh get that, you know, a try. That's why I always am, like baffled when people are like, well, I do this because such and such did that. It's like, eh, but it's not benefiting you. It's like take things because as artists, we steal. That's just what we do. We take things, we kind of interpret it and we put it out in our own kind of our own way. And it's the same way with technique. Um, and routines. It's like, if somebody does something that way, that's not the end all be all, all of how to do that. Like, you know, just because someone is a method actor doesn't mean everybody has to be a method actor. That's what works for them. Like doesn't necessarily work for me, but like, that's what you have to do. You have to find and kind of stretch yourself and figure out these new routines and help you. And it, when that routine gets stale, it's like you got to find something else and then kind of let that explore. And then you kind of dip yourself into that. Um, but yeah, these are just like little things of, you know, it's going to be how you want to, what's best for yourself, like I've said. Um, but, you know, whenever you do find yourself, you know, on the outskirts, trying to get out and you, you know, you're doing all these little tips and tricks, celebrate your progress. I've said it, I'll keep continue to reiterate, uh, reiterate that as long as I'm doing this podcast, but you got to celebrate your wins, no matter how big or how small, you know, you set that goal for yourself. You submit that short story into that, into that competition. You submit your piece to a gallery, like what have you celebrate it. Whatever happens, happens, but to celebrate the fact that you, you're making progress, um, always doesn't have to be something big like that, but looks like if you got out of the, if you got up and you haven't written for a while and you got, you write a paragraph or a page, celebrate that. Cause then if you positively, really positively reinforce that you're going to be, you're going to recognize that you're putting in effort and it's like, this feels good. And boom, you're going to be more apt to do it. Because if you do something and you continue to put negative connotations on it, like I said, you're going to continue to just stay in the same spot and not want to try. And then all of a sudden you're just stuck in that rut forever. So just continue to just kind of celebrate those small little steps. It doesn't have to be throw yourself a party every time, but like, you know, just kind of acknowledge, okay, we're doing well today. Um, but with all of this, it's like this, what I'm saying is like not the end all be all. These are just little tips and tricks that I've used throughout, you know, my time to help get myself out of funks, you know, and necessarily like what works for me isn't going to work for you. Um, it's this whole journey of getting, finding yourself, um, reigniting your passion. It, it's very personal to you. You have to just kind of sit down and figure out what's best for you. And be patient, um, take care of yourself, figure out and allow room for, you know, to explore, to experiment and to you just go on a path of self-discovery. Um, and, you know, you just got to trust that you're going to be able to rediscover and find what brought you joy because at one point you you're you were so happy you were fulfilled you were joyful at this pursuit and it's like it's it's still there you just got to find it and be and when you do find it let it continue to grow continue to just be grateful for it and enjoy the journey and where it takes you um 
but yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, this has helped you. Um, because I could probably talk about this subject for a good three hours. I could probably do a old Ted talk on it, but I'm going to kind of keep it short, sweet and kind of, um, kind of help in a way. Um, because after last week it was like, okay, like motivation's great, da, 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 but like, and I was sitting, I was actually talking to my therapist and it was just like, we kind of came up with this topic, not came up with it, but like way our conversation was going, I was just like, man, it's like, what if somebody hasn't been able to get started or they find themselves, you know, with their passion and is lost. And, you know, I, I want to reach them and help them and, um, get this going. So but yeah, that was, you know, there isn't an exact science to this, uh, anything, whatever pursuit It's like, I've said it time and time again, there's no clear roadmap. If there was like everybody'd follow the same thing. And then, you know, that's how you become successful or what have you, your journey, you're going to have to figure these things out. And that's, what's the beauty of it. It's yours. And, you know, you can kind of dictate where things go and, what you do with them and what have you, but I'm just glad that you're incorporating me on your journey. I hope that I'm able to kind of keep you and, you know, help you further down the path, but that's going to do it for this episode. Um, I, like I've said, um, really, really appreciate you tuning in. Um, if you do find yourself that you've got something and you want to reach out, please reach out. I'd be happy to hear from you. Um, but yeah, just don't be hard on yourself. This happens. Um, just take care of yourselves and I'll, I'll see you on the next one. Okay. Stay creative. <laughs>